All right, we're going to live. Rotman. We're live. And we went live on the TV. We're live. All right, getting the banners. Come on, what? Where are we going? Pop that one up. Rotman. Well, should we get this party started? What'd you do? Calm down. What'd you do? You can't. Oh, there you go. What are you trying to do? It's all after. I erased everything we had from the two weeks ago. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Are we all right? Yeah, all right. we're fine. All right. Let's get this party started. You ready? Yeah, I guess since we're not going racing news, I guess I'll open up. Well, you forgot the T for Portland or the D for Portland. No, it's T. P-O-R-T. No, P-O-R-T-L-A-N. D. The D is not there. No, that one. What? I don't fucking know. That's fine. I have no fucking clue. It'd be really cool. We are live behind us on the TV, right? Yeah, we're live. Okay. So. I got my channel's down on the phone. Right, well, in a minute. Are we covering Portland first? Uh, no. Because, yeah, let's do. Are we doing F1 first? Are we covering F1 first, then doing racing news, then doing NASCAR, or doing Portland? Sure. What? Hey, Kellen, or Luna Girl and DB are in the house. Yes, they are. They're wide awake at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, probably not wide awake, but they're having their coffee. Exactly. So let's go ahead and get on the other side of this. On the other side of this, now we know where everyone's. I don't know if you can hear me or not. What do you mean? I think I'm too far away from the microphone. Hold on. That's what we got these checks for. Yeah, I know. I got headphones. Go. Check two, three, four. Check two, three, four. Why are your checks always two, three, four? Because I know how to count. What the fuck happened to one? It got excluded. Got it. All right. Check one, two, three, four. All right. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome to Using Views. I'm Scott. I'm Kim. Did you miss us? Because we missed you guys. Yes, we did. Be honest, Scott, we did miss Oh, God, what a crazy <laughs> weekend, at least in F1. Yeah, at least in F1. Well, I mean, IndyCar was crazy on lap one, but we'll get there. <laughs> I'm going to go, yes, we missed you. <laughs> oh, see, we feel loved. Yes. We we feel loved. We do. Anyways, so this is our racing, re- or, uh, this is episode 123, NASCAR and IndyCar Snooze Fest. Best. And what the fuck was that at Monza? <laughs> Shit, that was I got to pull up. All right, let's see how bad I fuck up the screen. 
Um, are we going to do housekeeping? Are we gonna wait? Well, let's wait and see how about how about I fuck up housekeeping? I mean, how about I fuck up the stream? I meant to pull something else up. I forgot to pull it up. Okay. Because I want a certain picture for this uh, when we get to F one. Okay. Well. Speaking right. of which, anybody see what I wrote in Discord? I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, well. Let me take well, a look. When you do, make sure you check out DB's uh, uh, picture first. It's under the F one one. Okie dokie. I oh good heavens not to merge Discord. Well, yeah, I can get into Discord if I quit opening all kinds of screens. Open all some of screens. This is being a biatch. Oh, wait, there it goes. Uh, I don't see it. Or the hell is it? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, I can't remember how to do this. <laughs> oh, we're in hell. Take a take a week off, and also I can't remember how to do anything on the damn computer. Let's we'll hope there's no uh, major malfunctions like what happened earlier tonight on. Uh, oh my! Oh my! Um, what? I love the picture. Oh, the one put DB put up there? Yeah. The tire track on Lewis's head? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Ben, Ben. That's the picture I want to show tonight. That's there. Oh, okay. But look what I wrote. Lewis got ran over by Verstappen. Yeah, I noticed that. On his way to turn one, two. Yeah. For some reason, he thought he could crowd him. But Max stuck it in there and landed on his head. Yeah, that's for sure. Damn, I need to write that down. I know you do. Fuck, I should write that shit down. Yeah, you do. Good thing it's, good thing it's on here. I got it saved for the fucking show now. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. You're pulling up this picture. I know, I'm trying to... Apple's so fucking... Uh, I'd say this is like one thing I don't like about Apple. There, I'll just send it to the fucking desktop. Yeah. I will say, like, there's some things that Apple does I don't like. Yeah. On their computers, and that's one of them. Oh, yeah. Anyways. So, I guess we should explain why we weren't around, or why we weren't. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Why we took a week off. Yeah. Start writing that one down. Exactly, right? And then go find the damn karaoke, uh, the karaoke uh, version of Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer and friggin' seen a whole new set of lyrics. <laughs> Why not? That piss off every Lewis Hampton fan in the world. Oh, I'm sure it would. Anyways, now I probably just lost it, so either this is gonna work or it's not gonna work, so yeah, it disappeared. Fucking computer. Oh, well. Well, we'll, we'll play with it, I guess. That's what she said. Okay, I thought... There's, like, fucking photos don't have... Text, oh, there it goes. All right, never mind there. We can use. We can just use it that way. Oh, that, that works. What? That's still, pre- that's still creepy. I know, but... I should have done is pulled out some of the other ones, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, After... Let's just talk. I mean, obviously, by now, most people that at least seen part of the F1 race... Or or me about it. Oh, that's right. Kim wants to. Do, sorry. Are we gonna do housekeeping? Yes, or dear. Not? <laughs> yes, dear. I I told her. Okay, give me give me a moment. Okay, I I forgot how to run the show. Okay, 
All right, you ready for housekeeping? Yes, I'm ready. You for... ready for the business? Yes, I'm ready for the business. You ready to get business taken care of? Yes, I am. All right, you sure? I'm positive. Okay, here we go. The business end of this podcast. Then we'll get on to the other side. Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy, Don Dillisnooch Solsky, Brady Big Lovin, Hannah, Mikey, Brindley, and Case. You can join our page, join our Patreon, go to patreon.com, search in the creator bar, used and abused pod. We are a proud member of the Red Five Network. Go to red5.com to find more exciting uh, 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 podcasts. That's red5network.com. Go to the red5network.com to find which, more which, exciting podcasts. Right. For those of you that need it spelled out, it's R E D, the color red. You don't get it. The number five. Then network n e t w o r k dot c o m. Not c u m. That's where you can find like selfie nerds and. Oh, here. oh well, yeah, we get we get down. Oh yeah, you're right. Anyways, go ahead, Kim. Let's see. Selfie nerd podcast. Uh, podcast the uh, w s t r w s t r uh, scarif scuttlebutt podcast. The, I cannot remember them all. <laughs> Those are just to mention a few. <laughs> right. And of course, you can find our also our friends. Friends that we've been around with for a long time. And that is the Cybar Canteen and the Skate Pod. Also on, also part of the Red Five Network. Yes. But they're also on YouTube. They do live shows on YouTube. But you can also find them on your, just like us, you can find them on your favorite podcast app. And or directory. Yes. Also on YouTube, check out Swede Studios, Big Swede's Excellent Adventure, and Tactical Swede. And those are only on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, those are only on YouTube. And since I skipped over it, we are also available on Amazon Music and Audible. Speaking of which, we do got to take care of that. We're going to take care of that twice, right? For this this episode and next. And tonight's episode, or do you want to just do it later tonight? I say we just do it later tonight. Okie dokie. Unless he does pop into the chat and then we'll do it. Okay. Anyway, so you can search used and abused pod today. <laughs> search for used and abused. I can't even fucking read what's okay. on the screen. You search for used and abused pod today on all your favorite podcast apps, oh. including Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Right. But we're all, but again, we're on. We're also on Amazon Music and Audible as well. Right. And just, just so you know, I do have uh, Audible and Amazon Music. So uh, I'm not sure about Amazon Music, but I know on Audible, you can leave a review you can leave a five-star review and we will read it live on the show usually on our uh well for those of you in the podcast line be our friday episodes but yeah. for those of us who watch us live and want to interact with us in the chats we will it will be our tuesday night 7 p.m eastern episodes now yes. i gotta figure out what the hell i'm at on this because i've kind of okay. moved things. Oh, there we go right there don't forget to smash that like button and if you are new to the channel Click subscribe, then click that bell to be notified when we go live and upload new videos. You can find Use and Views Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. And if you are following our Instagram, you will and our Facebook, you will see a lot of and even actually our Twitter too, you'll see a lot of posts coming up with coffee memes. Just so you know, that's our lovely social media director, Hannah, who is taking care of all of that kind of crazy stuff for us. Yes. 
Our email is usedandabusedpod at gmail.com and is spelled out A-N-D. You can go to our website, which is usedviewspod.com. That's all lowercase, all together. There you can find links to all of our episodes, link to our YouTube videos, link to our merch store, link to our Patreon, which is under donate, and you can leave us a message. Also, just real quick, I'm, I know I have it activated. If you click uh, somewhere in the podcast show notes, let me find it real quick. I, I need to add this into the topic here. Um, podcast app. <laughs> Okay. Um, there you go. Using views. I keep saying, um, what did I think this do behind me? It was like TV and this stuff. No, it still's got us. It still's um, got us? Yeah, it's still, we're still live. It's showing you're looking at your phone. And Good. we've got the, the banner up. So it's just, there's a delay, which we all know there's always a delay with YouTube. Well, yeah, right. All right. I got to see backwards. Okay. Because I got like all of our newer episodes on the bottom. It's the way I set my phone. I always have the. Oh, okay. When I look at the episodes, anyways, um, I want to look at go to show. That didn't work. Okay, what are you looking for? I'm trying to freaking get into the notes. I probably have to have it on my phone. Thank you, AC. What? It finally kicked on, and I'm thanking it for kicking on. Oh. It's getting a little warm in here. That's right. You can't see it on that. Uh, audible. Not iTunes University. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, this is why I don't do this shit live. Hey. I'm always fucking up. Hey, by the way, here. Doing it live. I'll let, I'll let you keep up with the chat. Since you me. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, let's. Let me go ahead, and this, oh, is, this is a way I'll keep up with it. Excuse me. Oh, wow. We even got an audible review. Oh, wow. That we need to read, too. We better get it all together, then. Yep. Anyways, where the hell is she? New episode, so I just want to hit play so I can get the damn. I text Hector, Hector with that boy sleeping. And then the little girl says, I'm making coffee. All right, let's see. Okay, so send a voice message. Uh, you go to anchor. Anyways, it's down here on the bottom of our show notes. Go to anchor.fm slash used dash dash abused dash podcast slash message. That's a pain anus. That's how you leave a a message. Yeah, well, it goes to it goes to a thing where you can leave like a two minute voicemail to us or a minute voicemail. Okay. And those that do it will get we we'll play it live on the show. I can't get into it here because we got it. It's on the thing jigger. Okay. But yeah. All Anyways, right. Anyways, that if if you just it's easier to do it off Apple. Uh huh. I need to actually get it added into our link tree. We do have a link tree. Uh, okay. But it's the top of our, our Twitter page. Okay. I don't know if I got yours else. Oh, wait. It's on our Discord, too. Okay. Under I think it's actually under link tree. Okay. But uh, anyways, where the hell were we? Oh, yeah, we were at our website. Yes, we were. And I've got a... There we are. 
And also, you click subscribe, you'll be notified by email. So when you go to our website, if you click subscribe, you'll be notified by email when a new audio-only episode is available. And our merch. Yes, go to tpublic.com and search for used, abused pod for our merch store. There are t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, face masks, onesies, coffee mugs, etc. And that used abused pod is all lowercase all together. So used abused pod. There's there's also a way to don't there's also a way there's also a link to our Patreon too on our website under donate, I believe. Yeah, we we already covered that. Well, I'm just reminding them. Okay. (laughs) And and any monies you know that we get from merchandise or even the uh, Patreon goes right back into the show. Yes, it does. And 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 speaking of coffee mugs, right now there might be a one of our coffee bugs be being used. Oh yeah. More likely. More likely, yeah. Anyway, so here we are. We got let's just take care of a little bit more. Tonight's episode. Episode 124 is our 20th memorial <laughs> of the September eleventh attacks on the United States. Little girl says there is <laughs> Whoops, and this is actually, hold on, let me, let me fix this while we're at it. That's supposed to be episode 125. Okay. I love when you screw things up. Not me. It wasn't right. me and you, I was me and me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Golly. Still, what did All I right, do? So that's 125. Jesus Christ, Scott, tight. Let's give everybody an idea of what the hell we got coming up. Because we're not leaving right away as, as we thought. No, we're not. But we won't go into that. No, we won't. Otherwise, I'll go off on a rant. You won't be the only one. Anyway, so episode 125, Race Recap, will be next Sunday, about 30 minutes right after the end of the IndyCar race. Yes. IndyCar race, the next weekend's IndyCar race is at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So once that race is over, 30 minutes after that race, we will be going live. Yes, we will. And then about an hour. Roughly an hour after that, we will be doing episode 126 again on Sunday, which is the 30th anniversary of Guns N' Roses. Use your illusion one and two. Yes. This can be a very long episode. So if it does end up being a long episode for the audio only audience, it will be split into a two parter. Yes, it will. If, yeah, I'm sure it's going to end because you're talking two friggin' two, two albums worth about 12 to 14 songs. Yeah. I think that's the one that has their one of their most. Well, Anyways, we're on episode one twenty three right now. Okay, are you gonna? Did we tell them about one twenty four? We did tell them about one twenty four. On twentieth memorial, twentieth memorial of the September eleventh attacks on the United States. Well, we had it scrolling, but nobody said anything because you noticed your numbering was wrong. I did say it. Oh, okay. I swore it don't matter. We're on episode <laughs> one twenty three. That's later tonight. Gotcha. Uh, ah, see, she said there is. I told you. This, I told you. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, Kim, let's get into this. So, unfortunately, because of the fact that we were off a week, we were going to do a lot of. Oh, wait, you know what? There is news. I need to pull it up. There's other news besides. Uh, okay. What the, what's. Possible? So, let's real quick, let's talk about racing news real quick. There won't be no racing news until after we get done talking about the races because all of this week's racing news is after the. Events. After events, yeah. However, there is some news I did pull up in sporting news. We were going to start a new segment with sporting news. Yes, we were. And 
kind of off time of being here because I do got to bring up one thing and I knew I knew it. Uh, anyways, um, shoot, where is it? Um, sporting news. All right, so some of these are going to be old because I left some of them in because I thought they were really interesting. So I will give the dates of when these were actually came up, and we're just and some are just the the what you call the the headline, and there are a few of them that will actually I'll debate whether or not I read the whole uh, article or not. But let's go. September second, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians says entire organization is vaccinated against COVID-19. The Buffalo Bills won't renew lease in July 2023 without new stadium deal. The NBA memo, NBA memo proposes strict COVID-19 protocols for unvaccinated players. On September 3rd, NHL gave new COVID-19 protocols which ramp up restrictions, penalties for unvaccinated players. The Arizona Coyotes submit proposal for two land parcels in Tempe, Arizona. This one's it's the NHL's Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they lost their deal with this, uh, with, I don't know who now, but they lost their deal. They have to find a new home. So the Coyotes have submitted a bid for two parcels of 46-acre track of land in what could be the first step to landing a permanent home. The city of Tempe said it received one response before Thursday's deadline to request for proposals issued in July for a mixed-use project incorporating a professional sports franchise and entertainment district on city-owned land near Arizona State University. The city, the city legally could not name the entity that submitted the response, but the Coyotes confirmed in a statement that they put in the bid. Okay. I'm glad you're uh I'm glad you're following because All right, go to September 13th, Kim. See, that's what I'm saying. This jump real hit. San Francisco 49ers running back Raheem Mostert will be placed on injured reserve and miss approximately eight weeks after suffering torn cartilage in his knee during Sunday's 41 to 33 win over the Detroit Lions per Matt. No. Sure. Uh, the NBC Sports Bay Area. University of Southern California, better known as USC, football head coach Clay Helton has been fired. Athletic director Mike Bone announced Monday. The decision comes two days after the Trojans, who began the season with conference title aspirations, were embarrassed in a 42-28 home defeat to Stanford. And I quote, as I commit, committed to upon my arrival at USC during the past two offseasons, we provided every resource necessary for our football program to complete compete for a championship. The added resources carried significantly increased expectations for our team's performance. And it's already evident that despite the enhancements, those expectations would not be met without a change in leadership. End quote, said Bond, Bone, Bond. Bond, right? Yeah, Bond. Anyways. Did you get the name of the interman head coach? Uh, no, I didn't. Did you have that? No. All right, we won't worry about it. Okay. Who cares about USC? Okay. Do you care about USC? No, but I mean, you're you're touching on it, so I figured you might get the name of the oh. interman head co interman coach. No, I didn't really. I really didn't look that far. But I, I do got one other thing to bring up from the Pac-12. Okay. 
really interesting Saturday night. The fact that the Utes drove down the Provo, your Utah Utes, went down the Provo, Utah, where they played Brigham Young University, or better known as BYU, and lost 26-17. to 17. Yeah, they didn't come to play, that's for sure. No shit. So. Any other comments about it? They just didn't come to play. They sucked. They didn't come to play, and they let the BYU beat beat them, and I'm not too happy with them because they have beat them so far up until this year, and then they didn't beat them. What happened? Were they snoozing all game? Probably, but you know what I always say? What? Every once in a while, a squirrel catches a nut or gets a nut. Yeah, and apparently BYU got the nut this time. The thing is this. I will, I'm will. i going to say this, right? And that is, even though they whipped Weber State's ass the week before. Yes. 40 to 17. One, they played Weber State. Well, yeah. Which is a big sky uh, team. Yes, that's true. They are. They The way they started that game against Weber State, I knew would be a problem against BYU. Yeah, because... And then the other news we I didn't really... So, I mean, I expected Utah to not do well. I actually expected them to lose. Oh, hey, by the way, did you hear what happened? No, I didn't. I didn't tell you what happened at FedEx Field in, in D.C.? No. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. If you were sitting in the stands... And all of a sudden, a bunch of fucking, let's just say, brown water started dumping down on you. What would you do? I would get up and move. Yeah, sewage pipe fucking broke. Oh, good God, yuck. <laughs> oh, my good God. Ew. Talk about a shitty situation. Yeah, very much a shitty situation. <sighs> I, just had I wonder to. how Tom's doing. He went to the dentist. Oh, he went to the dentist yesterday. Oh, God. LOL, it was raining turds. <laughs> That's what Luna Girl said. No, you don't realize what just went in my fucking head. You know that? You know there's a song, right? It's like, I think it's a disco song. Uh huh. It's raining turds. Oh, God. I think it's like raining men or some shit like that. Uh huh. It's raining turds. That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh. Dan Snyder likes it, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you, know, you know why it was raining turns at FedEx Field? Why? Because they got a shitty fucking name for their team. Uh, yeah. The stadium was even fucking saying, no, we ain't the football team. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The stadium's revolting. Yeah, it is. I don't blame it. All right. Should we get on with this? Where do you want to start? I guess we ought to start with NASCAR. Oh, you mean that, Boarfest? Well, yeah, we can start with Portland. Either one. They were both snooze fests to me. Or we can go to F1 and then get out the good one and then no, snore up the rest of it. No, no. We'll get the two snooze fests out of. All right. 
Well, we'll do uh, we'll do Richmond first or NASCAR first because of the fact that it was sat, sat, uh, Saturday night. Okay. It was Federated Auto Parts 400 salute to first responders, Richmond International Raceway. I do okay. have some extra stuff tonight. I get on you about dragging stuff across the friggin' table, uh-huh. and I just did it. I know you did, but I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, call me out for it. I call you. I get on you for it. Okay, so that should be it. What did I? Okay. Oh, dude, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm in. Are you shitting me? Uh, no, that happened at FedEx Field. What the hell was that one? Uh, you know, we we got we got something coming from fucking Chicago. We do. What? Oh, I think I know what it is. There's only one dude I know that's in Chicago. Okay. Oh, my fucking CPAP fucking shit finally made it to the post office. Anyways, yeah, September 17th, we're expecting a package from uh, Chicago. Okay. You're still confused, aren't you? I am completely confused. I love when I confuse her. Aha. Uh-huh. Let's see. Um. That one, our name. Where is it? Oh, don't tell me I got rid of it. Oh, okay. Rose in Chicago, dude. Yeah. That means probably get some stickers. Yeah. Oh, goddamn. I meant to pull this up for a reason. Anyway, so, Kim, what do we got going on with uh, Richmond while I try to pull this shit up again? Okay, so just even right out of the gate, the number five and number... Oh, uh, you can go that fucking crazy. Okay. Let's start with the uh, it's 400 laps. Yes. 300 miles. Uh-huh. Stages are going to be 80, 235, and the final one, obviously, the checker flag at lap 400, unless we go to overtime. God, we didn't go to overtime. God, I'm glad we didn't. All right, so I have a nice little... Look at this. I got fancy, huh? PDF from NASCAR. The infraction sheet. Well, then why am I going off of these? Go ahead. Okay, so right, I mean, right out of the gate, number five and number four, B1, number five and number 41 starting in the rear due to multiple inspection failures. Number 51. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What? No, go ahead. Number 51 for driver change, Smithley, will now be the driver. Number five would have started on pole. Okay. And the reason why number five and number 41 went back to the back was because they had multiple inspection failures. Yes, that's what it says. Well, you didn't say that. Yeah, I did. Okay, maybe you didn't. I just didn't Due to multiple inspection failures. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's get on this stuff. Okay. Competi- and then there was a competition caution at lap 30. Whoop de doo. All right. So we got the green flag, and uh, right off the bat, we get a penalty. Oh, good God. Number 11 leaves from the outside. Number 19, second inside number five pole setter, had to go to the rear. Number 19 gets a good launch in low lane and takes the lead before the start the finish line. Before the start finish line, incurring a restart violation. Mm-hmm. Number 19 pits to serve penalty because if you violate it, it's a pass-through penalty in the pit lane. So he has to serve the penalty. He does it. He drives through. 
And, does, and it says number 19 pits to serve the penalty pass through does not go down a lap, but is now a straight away ahead of the leader. So in other words, he came out in time to where he didn't go a lap down. Yeah. That was a bullshit penalty. I'm sorry. Never mind. It's the rules. Yeah, but if if the leader if the leader spins the tires, that is not. It don't matter. You okay? Hold it. All right. Pump the brakes in. I'm I'm gonna bring this one up because Brett Griffin brought it up on DBC on Door Bumper Clear podcast, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. Same thing happened to him and Elliot Sadler. Oh, did it? Yes. Except for this time, it was uh, someone was behind Elliot. Elliot got off the gas to not let the, you know, the, uh-huh. the leader spun the tires at the beginning to let the leader get in front of him before he went. And a guy behind him was shoving him past him that they got the fucking penalty. Because they went past the leader before the start finish line. Even if someone's on your ass and pushing you across that start finish line, it's a penalty. Bullshit. Tell us how you really feel, Kim. Bullshit penalty. It's stupid. It's really? ridiculous because if the fucking leader spins the tires, that's not the rest of the line's problem. If he can't get the tires, if the tires are cold and they're not warmed up by the time that he just, that the green flag drops and he spins them, it then more then so be it. He there shouldn't be a penalty because number one, if you're not going, you could cause a wreck, and number two. If the one on the inside of you or outside of you or by you or however they do this decides to go ahead of you, that's a that is because there there is an avoidable collision causing start. I think it's bullshit. I think it should be changed. I just learned something. What? The timeline's right there. Still there. I didn't realize that. I didn't either, because last time I looked, it wasn't there. Anyways, all right. I, I'm going to pull up stage one and shit, so you just keep reading, and when you get to stage, in stage one, I'll give the lineup. Okay. Lap 23, number five reached... Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number five reaches the top 20. <laughs> that was a hell of a drive. Okay, restart. Number one leads inside number 11, second place. Number one, oh, this is, okay. So what happened at this point? Wait a minute, we'll read it so you can. Okay, it's number one, hard into the wall after a left rear tire failure while running third. So they had gone into the pits to change. Um, okay. They did a competition caution. Yeah, let me go back here. Competition caution, I'll leave cars lap. All lead lap cars pit. All take four tires. And number one, lap twenty, lap thirty-two. Okay, so lap thirty-two is a competition caution. All lead lap cars pit. All take four tires, and number one takes the lead after stops. Number eighteen equipment interference. Number twenty-three speeding. Then there's the restart where the number one leads inside. The number eleven second outside. Then. The number one tie the number one hard into the wall after a left rear tire failure while running 
third. Oh, yeah. Fucking Kurt slammed the fucking wall. Yeah. His car, when he dove into turn one, the fucking car, I mean, obviously it spun out. As soon as it spun, it went driver's side into the wall. And those of us that have been around a while, um, we remember Jerry Nadeau. I believe he was driving the 19 car at the time for Ray Abraham. And the same thing happened to him, except this is obviously before the safer barriers were in place. But Nadeau hit the wall, driver's side, kind of the same way. Hit driver's side door into the wall. His seat broke. The actual fittings and shit to hold the seat in place. He hit so hard, it sheared off in fucking bolts. So the seat comes loose. He's still strapped into the seat, obviously, with the, the <laughs> right? And when he does, his fucking head goes towards the net, right? But because of the fucking force and everything, his head actually pushes the net out. His head with the helmet on hits the fucking wall. It's amazing he didn't die. Was he paralyzed? Uh, in his fucking racing career. Did it cause him to be paralyzed? No, he wasn't paralyzed, but it caused a lot of mental shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he... he uh, a lot of uh, I'd have to go back and listen to the Dell or Dell Jr. download episode of Jerry Nadu. But yeah, oh, that's wow. the reason why Nadu was no it stopped racing all, all of a sudden. It was all because of that one wreck. So when that happened to Kurt Bush, that shit's flashed in my fucking memory. Well, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh God. And then when luckily Kurt got the fuck out of the car and then gave an interview later on, it was really nice. You know, so luckily the damn uh Oh my gosh, I don't remember that. Uh, shit, I wish I knew what year. Go ahead and continue on, Kim. I'll okay. find the year and I'll, we'll pump the brakes and come back. All right. So, on lap, okay, so the number one hits the wall hard on lap 41, just after lap 31, the restart. On lap 48, restart, number 11 lead inside, number 22, second outside. Lap 56, number five reaches the top 10. Lap 70, Number 19 into the top 10. And then lap 80 is when the first stage ends. And the first stage, number 11, wins stage one. Number five finishes in the stage four. And nine, number 19, number 19, eighth, number 18, recovered to 14th. And then on lap 84, leaders pit for four tires. And at that point, well, go ahead, because you said you got information on the Yeah, leaders. let me go ahead. I'm going to read this off the Daily Press once it loads. Okay. Um, It's 10 years after, so this article was written in 2013. And actually, uh, real quick, he w- this is even more ironic. Um, He was actually driving. I was wrong about what car number. He was driving number one? He was driving the 01 car back then. Oh, my gosh. That is ironic. And it was actually, from what I understand, it sounds like it was during a practice it was, yeah, it was during a practice session. So it wasn't an actual race, but it was still during the practice session. That's still bad enough. Right. So let me just read this article um, from, like I said, 2013. Jerry Nadeau still draws an imaginary line down the middle of his, of his body to describe the accident that changed his life 10 years ago this week. On one side of the line, his body feels normal, and on the other side, it's still numb. There it is. That's the result of a brain injury sustained in practice for a NASCAR Cup race at Richmond International Raceway. His Chevy spun hit the turn one wall at 135 times the force of gravity. Jeez. 
It was the hardest impact measured by NASCAR black box data recorder at the time. Unfortunately for Nadu, he crashed months before the installation of the installation at Richmond International Raceway of energy absorbing safer walls. Oh my God. Oh God. That would have softened the impact. The line is also a kind of metaphor for a life that is a mixture of frustration and joy, courageous acceptance, and occasional regret. Jerry Nadu does not live in the past. He go karts often with his daughter Natalie, 10 or months before the crash, and he's a proud father in the stands at her gymnastic meets. He, and I quote, she's my life, end quote, he said. His marriage to Natalie's mom ended the year after the accident, but he remarried last year to Mariana, a Ukrainian he met online. Nadu, who swept the floors at a cup shop, lived in the pop-up camper in the back of his truck. While trying to break into racing, he was drawn to, drawn to down-to-earth girl from a family poor by American standards. And I quote, they've got it tough over there and they cherish what they have. I'm intrigued by that. She's super, he's, in quote, he said. Yes, it was 2003 that hit yeah. the wreck was, Moon Girl. Um, Nadu doesn't live in his glory days of racing. He remembers them. And, and though he's accepted that his physical limitations ended his career at 33, it still frustrates him. Dave Ferroni, the public relations man for the U.S. Army car, Nadu drove for MB2 Motorsports in 2003, understands. And I quote, Jerry was a pure racer. It's almost the only thing he ever did, and he only knew one speed, fast. End quote, Ferroni said. Nadu had, in fact, turned the fastest time in practice that day at Richmond. And before that was, before that was, that, before that was fastest in the practice in Charlotte, for the All-Star Race. Those were positive developments for Nadu, who had been released in 2002 prior to the end of his third season with Rick Hendrick, for whom he won a cup race in the two, in 2000 at Atlanta. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same goddamn wreck. Yeah, it is. Um, The only thing is, is he walked away from it with no lasting, no lasting complications. Right. Um, if, if you see here, I mean, I say I can't show it, but there you see right there, they're putting the, they cut the top off the car and they're literally putting the backboard in oh, and see if I can yeah. do this really well. I'll take a picture. I'll put this picture up on discord, up on discord. You get kind of the gist. She just like there it goes, and just kind of back that off with Kurt Bush. It happened both at the same track too. Uh, the one just happened in practice; the other happened during the race. Richmond wreck or accident twenty twenty one. Well, that's what's fucking side of the car. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah, you're not going to get, they got it all after the car, after the car hit the wall and bounced off. But that's the thing is, like, with the safer barrier, the safer barrier 
right there's a car, Kurt Busch's car. With the safer barrier, what it really does is it goes in and as it hits the wall, the wall fluctuates this way and shoves the car back off. So it really absorbs the the impact. That's why, even though it looked like the same wreck, it really wasn't. Yeah. Because the difference was is when you look at Jerry's car, it was stuck against that goddamn wall. Yeah, and Kurt's wasn't. It right. bounced right off. It bounced right off. So, but yeah, so yeah, fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I thought, was, God, I thought, I swear to God, Brett said it was 19 car, but maybe they got corrected and I just didn't hear yeah. it. Anyways, what the hell did you just do? Don't ask. You went in the photos. Go <laughs> fuck you. Hey. Well, we're, everyone's having technical difficulties on their, on their episodes, I guess. All right, back to this race. Okay, we just hit the stage one ending. You had the reason. No, we didn't have. We didn't hit that. Oh, did we? Yeah, we. Oh, I'm hit. sorry. Yeah, that's right. I was looking shit up. Wait. Yes. Stage bad. one ended at lap eighty with number eleven. Winning. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, stage one. In tenth place, Eric Almarola, the ten car. Ninth place, Kevin Harvick, number four car. Number eight or eight places, Martin Truex Jr. in the 19 car, which is a damn good rebound for having to serve that fucking penalty. Well, yes. In seventh was Brad Keselowski in the two car. Sixth was Ross Chastain in the 42 car. Fifth, Ryan Blaney in the 12 car. Another good thing here, or exciting thing, is fourth place, Kyle Larson in the five car, who started dead last in the, in this race. And drove right back through. Right. Uh, third place was Joey Logano in the 22 car. Second was Chase Elliott in the nine car. And Denny Hamlin was first in the 11 car at the end of stage one. Okay. That's after 80 laps. Okay. So now we, now we're at lap 89, mm-hmm. which that's restart. Number 11 leads inside number nine, second outside number 11. Good start clears number nine for the lead lap 91. Number nine takes the lead. Number nine and number 11 now running first and second. They were constantly seeing who wanted to be first, who wanted to be second. I do remember that. Then on lap 100. Okay, well, pump, pump the race right there, right? When nine took the lead and 11 was behind him. I mean, you got to remember this race was, on, you know, and shit, we didn't even talk about what happened in the beginning during pre-race. No, we didn't. Let's Anyways, let's, let's, we'll finish the race. And then, but it was kind of ironic when Chase, Past El, uh, past Denny Hamlin right there, don't you think? Because the race was held on Saturday night, yeah, which was nine eleven, yeah, and you had Chase Elliott in the nine car, yeah, with Danny Hamlin in the eleven car, nine yeah, eleven first and second, second. yeah. I mean, it it was one of those things where you're kind of like, oh my god, that would be really cool if the race if they ended this way, yeah, you know, nine and eleven, yeah, just my opinion. Oh yeah, you know. Do you want to cover what happened at the beginning now? No, no, we'll do that at the end of after the after the race. Okay. After, right. after this part of the race, okay. I mean, after the four hundred fucking laps. Okay. Or three, three, yeah. All right. So at the end of the recap of the race, we'll recap the opening. Let's put it that way. Right. Okay. So I mean, it really got my. I mean, this is a bunch of everybody pits and we're we're pretty much under green flag here, right? Yeah. We're pretty, What's the next fucking yellow? Next yellow. Yeah, the next jello would be right there at 180 because that's the end of 
Because that'd be the end of, uh, or no, 235, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we, yeah, so next yellow flag is the actual stage two end. Yeah. So as you can see, we went from literally lap 89. Clear through lap 236. Well, 235 is the one. I mean, because yeah. that's when it. Yeah, anyway, so your stage two looked like this. In 10th place, Kevin Harvick of the four car. Ninth place, Alec Bowman of the 48 car. Erica Amarola. In eighth place in the 10 car, Ross Chastain in the 41 or 42 car in seventh, Christopher Bell in the 20 car in sixth, Joey Logano in the 22 car in fifth, fourth place, Kyle Larson in the five car, third place, Martin Truex Jr. in the 19 car, second place, Kyle Busch of the eight, in the 18 car, and first, Denny Hamlin in the 11 car. Now, what happened? I, I know I made you kind of skip it, but Chase Elliott pitted under green and thought he overshot his pit. Yeah. And when they, when he realized that they had, or I should say, he thought he overshot, the team knew he didn't, so they heard shut the jack under. They jacked up the car as he backed up, which then broke the jack, yes, got it stuck under the car. Yes. So they had to get a new jack. So it pretty much screwed Chase's night. Yeah, it did. At that point. Yeah, no. yeah. Actually, he actually on lap two thirty six he was a free pass, so he did eventually get back on the lead lap. So that was the other caution was two thirty six. What well, they deleted that tweet really quick? What? Oh, I got I had a tweet from ESPN F one, and I went to go click on it, and then all of a sudden, boom, it was gone. Oh, it's crazy. Okay. All right, anyways. So, still under caution at lap 239, the leader's pit and number four long stop to fix damage from earlier in the race where he ended up in an accident. Okay, then, then we go from lap 245 to lap 251, get another caution. That is because the number 23, 15th, position 15th in the wall in turn one after failure in right front, in the right front tire. So then we restart at lap 255, where we got 11 and 19. That is 1 and 2, and then 20 and 20 and 18, challenging for a third. And then we, we do everybody's battling, battling, battling. In other words, we're green flagged this whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, we're green flagged this time. And you're really not, I mean, they're battling. And they're not making passes. Yeah, and then number 34 was penalized for speeding. Under pit, speeding under pit road. Road, yeah. What number? Lap 293. Yeah. The 34 was penalized for speeding on pit road. Mm -hmm. Then we continue under green flag laps. Again, they're trying to pass, but nothing's happening. They're just, at this point, it was mainly nose to tail. Go ahead. It was mainly nose to tail. And by the time everything ended, it was the number 19 that actually ended up winning the race. Okay. Joining Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson 
in the second round of the playoffs because Denny Hamlin won Darlington two a week ago, I believe. Yeah, a week ago. So all right, so yeah. The race was three hours, three minutes, and six seconds. Uh we'll go we'll go over this article I took real quick off of uh Jay Ski because I thought it'd be might be a little bit better. Martin Curex received a penalty on the opening lap of the race for across the start finish line in front of pole sitter Denny Hamlin at the green flag. But 400 laps later, Truex led the field across the line again, this time as the race winner on Saturday night's Federated Auto Parts 400 salute to first responders at Richmond Raceway. Uh, the convincing 1.317 second margin of victory over his Joe Gibbs racing teammates Hamlin Christopher Bell and Christopher Bell marked Truex's third win in the last five races at Richmond, his fourth win win of the 2021 season and most importantly gave him that coveted automatic bid into the next round of the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I ain't gonna read any more of that. No, because I already told him about that. Right. So all right. Um so what came up while we were doing this under F1, ESPN F1, Lewis Hamilton, so this is live, this is just barely mm-hmm. got tweeted out. Lewis Hamilton bought a whole table at the New York Met Gala in order to showcase young black designers. Now, Lewis, I'm going to say this real quick. I don't mean no disrespect or nothing. I don't. But, Lewis, dude, I love you and all, man. But, dude, it looks like you got a chia pet on your head. Oh, good God. Yeah, it does look like he's got a chia pet on his head. I'll, I'll put this in the Discord, too. But, anyways, I still love Lewis, and uh, he... He's still a damn good driver and still freaking awesome. These these superstars, uh, regardless of their football, basketball, Major League Baseball, are artists sometimes when they get giddied up to these some of these gala events. Ah, uh, wow. I mean, hey, it's I guess it's a great expression, honestly. I guess. You no, know, hey, more power to them. They can they can, they got they can do it. I can't, so I'll, I'll just chalk it up to being jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous. I wouldn't wear my hair that way. Anyways, well, I'll put that in the Discord later. Goes well with the tire marks. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's funny. All right. <laughs> Man, that's my. You know what? That's it. He did it to cover the tire marks. I just realized that. All right, all right. I'm gonna put this one up live. I'm gonna put this under general. Uh, on our Discord. So I'm going there right now. This is let me select photos. This seems so fucking badass for the way it works. All right, pop that one up. And there you go. There you go. It's in Discord now. Under general, on using abuse Discord, under general. It is there. <laughs> and, and, and and Luna Girl, just so you know, uh, I I I need, I need, I need like your uh your thing that you uh did on the sidebar Cantina's Facebook page. Because <laughs> yeah, I was screaming at Jason on my TV. I wasn't quite screaming, but I I'll 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 rebuttal and respond to that later on. In tonight's episode, 
what we got going on. So let's get to the Portland Grand Prix, and we're just going to go with this. We're going to read what it says here. Uh, first of all, the Portland Grand Prix. Portland International Raceway opened in 1961 on the former location of the, of the city of Vanport, which was destroyed by the Memorial Day 1948 flood. <laughs> Hello, L. Thanks. The 12-turn, 1.964-mile natural roll course is relatively flat, but contains several spots of passing opportunities, including a quick chicane at the end of the front stretch, a hard-breaking right-hander, turn seven, leading on to the sweeping back straightaway, back stretch, and three a three-turn complex leading back onto the front straightaway. That's funny. We usually call that a fucking S-curve. Anyways, Allison Jr. won the first IndyCar Series race in 1984. In 1997, the race set the now current all-time record for the closest two-car and closest three-car finish in IndyCar series history on the road course, Mark Blundell. Mark Blundell. Yeah. Blundell. 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 Yeah. B-L-U-N-D-E-L-L. Yes. Beat second place, Gil DeFrond by .027 of a second. And beat third place, Raul Bozell by .055 of a second. In a three wide finish. Anyways, that's a little history about the Portland yeah. International Raceway where they race, which I did not realize that fucker had been built in 1961. I didn't either. That's, that's news that was, to me. It was news to me too. The only thing I remember about Portland is in 90, 1990, summer of 1990, we went up to Oregon. It was, you know, leading in my senior year. Of high school, we went to Portland and, or not Portland. We went to Oregon to visit family. Mm-hmm. My my one of my cousins actually had tickets to the Portland race. He was actually behind Michael Andre's pit wall. Oh wow! And he when he got back, me and him we watched the race live on TV. Uh huh. You know because we were in McMinnville while he was up in Portland, and. When he got back, me and him, we talked about the race. Oh, wow. And all he said was, and this is that road course. Mm-hmm. He said, the only time you can see the cars was during the pit stop. Well, yeah, because they're Otherwise, just... it was a fucking blur. Well, yeah. And I found that interesting. Yeah. I really found that interesting. Anyway, so 10 laps into the Grand Prix of Portland. Of Portland. Oh, it's Grand Prix of Portland. Oh, so I wrote it wrong. Oh, well. Alex Palou. Hello. Love. was running 16th place after starting from the pole and his NTT IndyCar Series championship hopes were in a heap of trouble. Fast forward 100 laps and Pelot earned his series best third victory of the season and has a 25 point lead in the championship standings with just two races when two races remaining. Win a winner chicken dinner for a second year NTT IndyCar Series driver Pelot who celebrates victories with a meal of fried chicken. And I quote, we kept our heads down and we knew the race was really long. I can't, cannot believe, cannot believe it. We made it on fuel. The guys made it. They just gave me the numbers and we just follow it. The strategy was amazing, Polo said. There was and that was in quote, my, my bad. Okay, you what? didn't need to go over the first lap wreck. They didn't, they don't have it in here. Yeah, there was a wreck on the first lap. Well, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, they didn't, oh, that sucks. You're right. They didn't, yeah, there was. Oh, right here, right here. NTT P1 award winner Pelot overcome overcame losing positions from the 
anticipate a snarl. They called it a snarl? Yeah, that's what they did. Okay. In turns one and one. through three on the opening lap at the Portland International Race, Raceway and use a combination of impeccable driving in the number 10 PNC Bank Honda and smart pit strategy from Chip Ganassi Racing to beat Alexander Rossi's number 27 Napa Auto Parts, Auto Nation Honda to finish by 1.2895 seconds. Reigning Series champion Scott Dixon finished third in the number nine PNC Bank Grow Up. Great Honda to keep. God damn, they got a chance to make these fucking easier. You know what we forgot to go over? What? Opening ceremonies for the NASCAR race. Son of a bitch. All right, well, let me finish this little part off here real quick and we'll call it good for IndyCar and we'll revert back to okay. NASCAR. Okay, we're already at an hour and we still got to talk about F1. And that's what DB's waiting for. DB's wanting that fucking F1 shit. I know, I know. I mean, that's the reason why it says, what the fuck was that? Exactly. Anyways, uh, to keep his hopes alive for record tying seventh title, Jack Harvey finished fourth in the number 60 Auto Nation Series XM Honda. See, that one's easier. Uh-huh. With championship contender Joseph Newgarden fifth in the number two Hitachi Team Penske Chevrolet. Uh, just real quick, Polo leads Pato Award by 25 points with the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey on Sunday, September 9th. And 19th. the act. What did I say? You said September 9th. On September 19th. And the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach on Sunday, September 26th. Which on the which is the remaining two, the remaining races. two races in the 2021 season. Yes, and after the race on September 26th at Laguna Beach, they will credit they will crown I me mean, at the, Long Beach. At Long Beach, they will crown the NTT IndyCar champion. Correct. All right, so we forgot to do this. Obviously, we brain farted and we forgot to go over it. So let's talk about it real quick. What they did, opening ceremonies. We usually don't watch opening ceremonies. No, we don't, because usually they're boring as all get up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, it's, I don't have, I'd rather just watch, just give me the damn green flag. I don't need the damn parade left. But this time it was freaking cool because they actually brought out first responders. But before that, as did I miss something? Yeah, that okay. big. Okay, so before they brought out the first responders, even before they sang the national anthem, which was sung by uh, a firehouse choir, and then there was another one that sang too. I can't remember what song it was. God bless America. God bless America, which was sung by another first responder. Another first responder. They had this big flag, and on this big flag, it had two twin towers and uh, and as they zoomed in on this it gave you the names of everybody that was lost in not only the twin towers but also the pentagon and flight 93 too and so you can see the the names on this great big flag which i thought was amazing and then the jets flew over and did their show and I can't remember, I think it was like red, white, and blue that they did. And then after all of that was through, as Scott was saying, they brought out first responders. They brought out a fire engine. I believe it was a police car. And two an police am- cars, yes. Two police cars and an ambulance. And I don't know if there was any other one, but what it was, was it they had paraded around the track. And 
the most amazing thing about this is after years of not hearing this, you and this is what I thought was so cool is that from the crowd you could hear USA chants. Yeah. Which you which you have not heard since that fateful day. Mm, at depends least, on what you're watching. At least I haven't heard them, okay? At least no. I haven't heard them. But it was the most amazing thing to have these first responders go around in a parade in a parade lap with everybody on their feet chanting USA, USA. At the same time, the pit crew members were also on well, that was happening. They showed them the pit crew members. And I know it's not gonna show up very well. And would you wait? Listen, Jim Cantori. <laughs> I know there's a hurricane, okay? Calm down. Anyways, there you go. That's what the pit crews did when they were doing the parade laps. Yeah. They had an and American flag the, and a flag that said it was a 9-11 memorial and museum. Uh never forget.org. And also all the cars had the 9-11 memorial and museums uh had a sticker on the huh. cars. And it wasn't just NASCAR. IndyCar done it too. IndyCar had had a different one too. Yeah. Anyways, you're ready to get in. And yes, Cal. USA. Yes. <laughs> yes. All the way. Yes. So now we're going to go into the F1 Dragon Buddy if you're still in the chat. Oh, he is. He can write for So we're now going his way to work. Now we're going to cover the F1 race, which is. Which, okay. Let's, let's, just, let's just hit it properly right at the beginning. <laughs> what the fuck? No, 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 no. no. This is what we're going to do. We're, we're going to go backwards. Okay. We're going to go backwards. So Team McLaren drivers, Daniel Ricardo first. Land, and Landon, Lando, Lando, Lando North, North second, second, with Valtteri Bottas of Mercedes third. third. That's your fucking podium. That is your top three. Yes. Sergio mm-hmm. Perez would have been third, but they decided he decided to cut the course, and instead of giving that place back, he got a penalty. That I don't think should have happened because it clearly showed that he cut the corner in the replay. So. The Red Bull analysis team, or whoever does this, should not say, is that legal, when they know it's not legal. So, And tell him to automatically give it a lap back um, before they decide they want to come back with a five-second penalty, which is bullshit. The penalty bullshit? No. Red Bull's strategy was bullshit. Well, I agree with that. They clearly know that cutting that, cutting the corner, it was wrong because he gained a position. He, sh- they should never have consulted the stewards. They know this. It's in the rule book. Oh, they should have said, oh. "Hey, back off and give them the give them the le- place back, and you can get them later." All right. So let's go ahead and get into lap one real quick. Daniel Ricardo gets a great launch off the fucking start. Yes. Ahead of your driver. Dragon Paces, they knew. <laughs> exactly. I know Red Bull knew. But um, we go down to turn four. And uh, 
was it? Yeah, it was turn four. Turn four, yes. Where Lewis and Max get, kind of get together. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ray Stewart's considered that a racing incident. No no penalty, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Okay. Race is going on. Lewis is now stuck behind Lando Norris. Yes. Four- Lando's in fourth. Lewis is in fifth. Yes. And- we get to roughly probably a lot 23, 24. Yeah. Yes. 25, somewhere in there. Yes, it was. Max a- comes it- in for his first pit stop. Yes. Or the end of his first stint, as they call it. Yes. And Red Bull has a brain fart while 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 pitting his fucking car. Yeah. The team that's good at fucking doing the it's funny how they showed before the this race started that Red Bull's record this season is a one point eight eight second pit stop. Yeah, that's before which, which yes, we've talked about how before how F one is now is trying to slow them down. But they've been pulling off two point zero sevens the last few races. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this time they pulled off about a 14 second fucking pit stop with 11 point or 11.1 of that being stopped for pit to pit. Yeah. Because they had a problem on one of the fucking tires. Yes. So I put Max behind the eight ball. Yes. Obviously, did. at this point, Max pissed off. Yeah. I mean, what driver wouldn't it be? Exactly. So Mercedes decides to go ahead and pit Lewis, get him off the hard tires. Now, him and Valtteri and a few of the late. Lower runners were were all running. Yeah, right. It was a great start. Yeah, it was a great start. Um, they were all running hard tires. I understood, like the guys in the back. I mean, you know, change up the fucking strategy, see what happened. I was shocked that they went with Lewis on that. Uh huh. But they did. So, but they didn't run as long. I know. On those hards. I know. I didn't. That's the other thing I didn't understand with Mercedes. Yeah. You know why didn't you? You ran just as long as those guys ran on mediums. Yeah, why did they why did they pin so early? And yes, you are correct, Dragon Buddy. They pulled off seven pit stops wrapped up in that one. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. So Lewis pits on lap twenty five, coming to the end of lap twenty five to start twenty six because they crossed the start finish line while in, on pit road. Yeah, which, so which then Mercedes has a Blunder. Yes, they do. They have a four-second, roughly a four-second pit stop. Yeah. So here we come. Lewis gets the gets to the end of pit road, gets the green light, or gets the thing where he can let go of the pit limiter. Jams on the freaking gas, going through the gears, and here comes Max at full steam ahead. Yeah. So, and they pretty much are side by side. Lewis has this little bit of edge going into turn one. Not much. Not much, no. Just a little edge. Yeah. And as they do, I'm showing this on my hands. They make the corner. They, they're side by side. There's, there's enough room for one car. There's no, there's no problem there. No harm, no foul. Nobody did anything wrong. Could not. Yeah, right, no, yeah, right Dragon Buddy. <laughs> exactly. Could not have timed that. Could not have timed it. Better be tried. tried. And I just lost my. Well, technically, I lost my notes. I think I did. Anyways, so they're side by side. Lewis has still got a little bit of edge heading to the little short spot there uh-huh. to towards turn two. Which then Lewis crowds Max in. Yeah. 
again, crowds me on the corner. Uh-huh. Max's left front tire and rear tire hit that big-ass sausage curb. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, it says to show up on the track as Max is driving by. Yeah. Right? And unfortunately, Max hit that fucking sausage curb. It launched him. It launched him up. The tires met at that perfect spot where Max's rear end just, I mean, it literally launches up. Yeah, it does. Goes sideways across Lewis's friggin' top, or top of Lewis's car, and then literally, as soon as I get to this, I wasn't really prepared to be on this. I'm never prepared for anything. Window. I'll make this full screen here, get us out of there. Sorry, it's not really big. If I was using OPS, probably could. But as you can see right here, here's Max's right rear tire. Yeah, and here's the halo of Lewis's Mercedes. But and there's Lewis's head bent. Um, and of course, I don't have us on the screen, so I can't do the show me part. So right here, Lewis's head bent down like this. Yeah. Where, again, it pushed it down. So at that point there, I would almost, I would like to see F1 fix that. Yeah, I would. Because that is dangerous. That is very dangerous. Actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> he says, Lewis or Max <laughs> right uh, yeah he was lucky actually the thing is, is I think when you watch the other side of it the left tire actually is moving yeah it is so what I think happens is something when that thing jumps up and slides across something inside the, the differential or whatever breaks with the right tire did not move no while it was on Lewis's head yeah which is very lucky right I mean uh Martin Brundle talked to talked about during the race he mm -hmm. actually had a car land on him back in the day and it the tire landed right on his shoulder and it he could feel the grip of mm -hmm. the tire when the guy was hitting the gas I didn't get the other view down yeah um I'll see if I can find it. Oh, I'm sure it's all over freaking YouTube. Oh, I'm sure it is. You know, so I will find it. I'll, I'll post it today in the, uh, yeah, damn, definitely, man. Um, I'll, I'll post it and find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it is crazy. It is. I mean, and uh, Sky was going all over the place. I mean, they were showing every fucking replay imaginable. Yeah, they were. So, obviously, when Sky is doing their thing, Matt, so but so we get down, you know, obviously that took both championship contenders out of the race. Which neither one of them would earn points right. for the constructors or the drivers championship. And this is where all of our little racing news, like I said, our racing news this week was after the race. Um, so we're just gonna hit into it because I mean, after that, I mean we had the restart. Obviously, Valtteri Boltas got moved up and he became uh I just oh, you just saw it on Sky Highlights. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, is, I mean, people out there are, 
I'll tell you one thing. You know, I, I've about had it with Max Verstappen fans after fucking Silverstone, and I've about had it with fucking Lewis Hamilton fans after this race. Yeah, because 99... Well, no, because, I mean, here's the thing is, Kim, is Max Verstappen fans after fucking Silverstone were saying, Lewis needs to be banned, he needs to be yeah, race banned, he, he tried to kill Max, da 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 right? And then, as soon as this happens between them, now the Lewis Hamilton fans are saying the same fucking thing about Max. I know. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It was racing. They're racing for a fucking championship. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, and then the two team, and then the two team principles is. Well, we're gonna get into into what 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 they had to say, um, and we'll remind everybody kind of like what Chris said after the after the Silverstone incident too. They they both are. They're both competing against each other so uh, hard. Well, I, that... say, I mean, they're both both team principles are hypocrites. Yeah, in my I know. Opinion. I know they are. Just like the, I mean, I don't. I'm not throwing you in this, but just like most of the fans are. Yeah, I know. But most of them are freaking hypocrites because they, they, they're doing the same goddamn thing. You know, now Team LH is doing the same thing about Max. And yeah. then we'll get into something that Matt or that Lewis said also, which is like, oh my God, really? Anyways, let's go ahead and hit this racing news. Other than that, I mean, the race was really good. I mean, it was what? a fun, quick event. Oh, yeah. It was only like an hour and 21 minutes. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. And it was awesome to see, uh, Daniel Ricardo back on the podium. Yes. First place. Doing shoey. Oh, speaking of the fucking shoey, dude. Yes. He <laughs> this is the funny part. It was it later. Well, let's explain what a shoe. So let's okay. Daniel Ricardo is from Australia. Yes. And he does this thing when he was back in Red Bull, he did this thing called a shoey. Yeah. Anytime he was on the podium. Mm-hmm. Which means he'll take his race shoe off. Put the champagne that they get on the podium now, well, in hold, it. Let's explain why he does that. He does not like to taste the champagne. Yeah. So, because, you know, it's like a custom thing that they, they usually drink it on there. He thought of a different way of doing it. Yes, which, he did. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. I know I couldn't. I don't know how the fuck he does it, but anyways, go ahead, Kim. He tastes he tastes champagne bottom what? And his racing shoe, and pours the mind champagne. you, mind, mind you, this is the same fucking shoe he's been wearing this whole race. race. So it's about an hour and a half he's been wearing this. More well, than that, actually. More than that, yeah, because they actually wear it after the race. So he takes it and pours the champagne in this shoe, in his, in his, in his, his racing, racing shoe, shoe, and drinks it out of the shoe. Out of the shoe. And then he, the first one, he throws the shoe out to the crowd. Oh, again. Oh, that, that's. That was something new he did this time. Yeah, that was something new. But usually he'll keep the shoe. But this time something new, he threw the shoe out. So then he takes off. Okay, first of all, so, I mean. So then. I mean, come on. I mean, champagne and toe fungus? Hey. I mean, really? Hey. I remember the first. I mean, you know the sad part is, is, is we expect it now. Uh-huh. As F1 fans, we expect when Daniel Ricciardo is on that podium, we expect him to do the damn shoey. Well, yeah, he was called and he was asked, "Is every year we're gonna get a shoey?" And Daniel says, "Yes." Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Probably tasted the same. I'm not a. Sh- I'm not either, DB. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I tasted champagne once. I about I about lost my lunch on that alone. So I, yeah, I can honestly say I haven't tasted champagne yet. But anyways, so. Yeah, so and then he, so then he takes another one off. Yeah, then he takes his other one off, pours more champagne well, in it. Right, because Lando Norris told him, 
Yeah, he would do it. Yeah. If, if they were ever on the podium together. together. They would, he would do the shoey with him. Yeah, but uh, by Lando's look, when he took a drink of that, <laughs> he, it, at that moment, he realized he made the worst fucking mistake in his life. Yeah, and so not only did Lando take one, but they also had the owner of the team, too. No, CEO. CEO of the team, too. Zach Brown. Zach Brown up there. Who is there. an American. Who is an American up there as well. And he did the shoey. <laughs> But it was funny, you know what, what happened though in the press conference, right? They one of the reporters asked why Botas didn't do it. Yeah. And Daniel's like, Well, he's already done it. And Botas like, No, I haven't. <laughs> he's like, No, Baku. You did it, Baku. He goes, No, I didn't. That's why I didn't operate it to you. Because I thought you already done it. <laughs> Botas is smart and says, Oh hell no. <laughs> yeah blame me but well 2016 when we started watching i started watching that one again you started watching it with me so you started watching it five years ago literally five years ago now yeah. you've been watching that for five years yeah the first time we saw him do it we we're both like what the fuck <laughs> yeah now they, now they both have dope her fear her feet on their lips Yep. Oh God. <laughs> I'm not. I could say something else. Because with toe herpes on the lips, you could transfer them to somewhere else. Yeah, I know you could. We'll leave it at that. Anyways, let's talk about what happened after the race with all the racing news. Max Verstappen has been handed a three place grid penalty for the Russian Grand Prix after the stewards judged he was to blame for causing a collision with Lewis Hamilton at Monza. Mercedes team principal Total Wolf and his Red Bull counterpart Christian Horner were never likely to agree on who was at fault in the dramatic clash between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen in the Grand Prix. And so it proved with Wolf calling it a tactical foul, as Horner labeled the crash a racing incident. With the stewards ultimately hand, handing Verstappen a three-grid drop for the Russian Grand Prix. So here's what I think about this. First of all, okay, they they they, they gave Lewis a penalty after Silverstone. Yeah, they did. Obviously, it wasn't a grid penalty at the next race because Lewis was still in the other race. Yeah. Now, was it harsh enough at Silverstone? In my opinion, no. No. It should have been a lot harder and longer because of the fact that that was a higher speed wreck versus this one. Yeah. This one looked uglier. Yeah. But that one was actually more dangerous. Yeah, it was. Actually, they're both fuck that. They're both dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. I mean. But it just so. goes to show you there's no consistency. Well, okay. But here's my thing. This is what I want to point out. We know Verstappen and Red Bull need to use another engine soon. Well, yeah. Okay, so just like Mercedes just did with Lewis or with Valtteri, you know, you change all the fucking parts, take the fucking full max, you know, which is about fifty fucking places technically. Yeah. You only drop the twentieth on the grid. Yeah. And that suffices your three place grid penalty and 
you're one for taking a new engine, and I think they ought to do it in Russia. Yeah. Because the Russian Grand Prix in Russia does have a lot of overtaking points. Yeah, they do. And a lot and huge fucking straightaways for mm-hmm. DRS. Oh yeah. I mean, what? There's what three of them, right? Yeah, there is three of them. Or no, just two. No, I thought there was one, three. One down the front, front, and then the one on the back. Okay, I thought and there was two. three. I don't remember. I don't either. We'll 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 know once the race comes on. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton says he's proud of the stewards for handling Max Verstappen for handing Max Verstappen a three-place grid penalty for the upcoming Russian Grand Prix following the pair's dramatic crash at the Italian Grand Prix. That saw Verstappen's Red Bull lost over Hamilton's Mercedes. Mercedes and praised the Halo device for keeping him safe in the accident. The latest in the growing list of on-track scuffles between Haas drivers Nikita Mazepin. Oh, wait, I was into that one. All right. So, yes. The latest in the growing list of on-track scuffles between Haas drivers Nikita Mazepin and Mick Schumacher took place at the Italian Grand Prix with Mazepin admitting after the race that he been at fault after turning Schumacher around at the oh, Marion Della Roger. All right, good job. Holy shit, Mazepin actually admitted wrong in something. Whoa, I'm so glad. All right, what were you gonna say? It. Go ahead. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, there's more coming up about Lewis and Max. I know there is. I. I don't agree with what he said. Who? With what Lewis said. Wait, I, he's proud of the stewards? Yeah, because if the shoe was on the other foot. Well, at least it wasn't shoey. Yeah, exactly. And his car would have ended up on Max Verstappen's head. And he would have been handed a three grid penalty. There would have been a fucking outrage from Mercedes. Yeah. And your point? I don't agree with what he said. That was rude. Okay. Can can I continue on? Yes, go ahead. Perez was handed a five Sergio Perez was handed a five second penalty at Monza, dropping him from third to fifth after he was deemed to have gained an unfair advantage by cutting the corner, which we agreed on. Yes. Team boss Christian Horner said about Perez getting a penalty for the offense, and I quote, That was tough because we were expecting a call from the stewards to say if they weren't happy with it, give it back. Of course the call didn't come. Then we eventually, then when they eventually give a penalty, then they then when eventually the penalty comes up, the gaps aren't opening up. So that was tough for him. He drove a good race today, third on the road, fifth overall, was a frustrating result. In quote, says Horner. But F1 race director Michael Massey, who is in direct contact with teams during the race. Or during races to discuss potential rule breaches, says he did speak the Red Bull pit wall. Asked about Horner, suggested that the team was given no message about the Perez incident. Massey said, and I quote, no, that's incorrect. They didn't ask race control. I suggested to them that they may want to look at giving the position back, and they said they were looking at it themselves, end quote. Another he shit. Another he said. She said. Well, no, not really. And all it is, and all it is, is it's because there are 
fucking fighting for this constructors champion and they're right. and again, fighting for the drivers champion. Again, the rules state you cut a fucking corner. Yes. It states track limits. Exactly. It states it right there in the book. So I don't now, I don't understand where Christian Horner comes off saying, Oh well, we were waiting for the steward to tell us whether or not we need to give it back. And if they really want to cut down on this fucking yeah. track cutting corners, then they need to start okay. enforcing this okay. with not just one driver, but all drivers. Well, I, I already told no you. No matter what time, okay. what time well, where the race is. We we talked about this earlier, you know, last night or, 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 or a couple days ago or a day ago, I mean. Um, the, you want to end this shit? You want in this cutting quarter shit? Just like fucking Crofty and uh, Martin said, and I've heard on a couple F1 podcasts already, you want to put an end to this bullshit? Make that penalty right then and there. Exactly. Don't sit here and either say... Get, either you get the position back, or, it, and this is what I say, or if you make it back around to the pit area, you automatically get black flagged, you go into the pit area, sit for a fucking lap, and then you're allowed to go back out. Exactly. This shit about investigation is bullshit because it clearly states in that book, in that rule book, cutting the corners is gaining an advantage. Right. Everybody that's in it, that is associated with F1 knows that rule. Well, they should know that rule, but obviously Christian Horner don't know that fucking rule. I agree. And I and I will admit, I am a Red Bull fan, but this shit that Red Bull's pulling with their drivers and this shit they're pulling with Max is ridiculous. Well, let's uh, go back to the uh, let's go back to some more Lewis Hamilton stuff. This, this might, this, yeah, she may be saying more. That's why I was wondering if maybe she should have held. But here we go. I'll read it and then you can okay. say your piece. Lewis Hamilton says, and I quote: "Hold on." DB says you can clearly see it was an advantage at the time of the penalty would fix. Yeah, right. You know, and all they would have to do was freaking say, Sergio, give it back. Yeah. You know, you cut the corner, give it back. Yeah. That's and all you have to do. Nothing would have been done. But no, they decided, oh, here, let's try to get to five seconds. Let's try to gain, let's try to get five seconds ahead of everybody when nobody was making those type of gaps in the fucking race. And it had been through the whole fucking race. Right. They, I mean, were, they were watching this full fucking, fucking race. The cars were closer together than they had been in a long time. Yeah. Especially at Monza. Yeah, because nobody was pulling ahead of anybody. All right. Let's move on. Okay. To the Zeta one with more Lewis Hamilton news. Okay. Lewis Hamilton says, and I quote, I definitely didn't think Max would lose control over the curb and run into me. Looking back at the footage, it's obviously, it obviously happened very quick. Being in the car, all I could think of was getting going and how many positions I'm losing. I'm still just in race mode. So, it's like, how can I get going again? I'm sitting there in a little bit of pain, but just, but just like, come on, let's go. But unfortunately, the car wasn't was the, the car wouldn't move. I did see Max get out and just walk by. I found that a little bit surprising, because ultimately, I think when we go out and we do have instances, the first thing we want is to make sure that the guy that we crash into or collided with is okay. But the good thing is I was able to get out. Uh, it was a long walk back, but we l lived to fight another day, end quote. 
Hamilton said that while his neck did not feel too bad immediately after the crash, it had begun getting stiffer later on. And I quote, I'm in a little bit of pain. To be honest, it's actually, I think, an adrenaline rush at the time, and it's feeling like it's going to get a bit worse as the adrenaline rushes off. But I'll work with physio. Uh, yeah. And Colin is is a trainer mm-hmm. to fix it. I think honestly, I feel very, very fortunate today. Thank God for the halo that ultimately I think saved me and saved my neck. I think it in the actual moment it was a big hit, but all I could think of think of is if I could get going again, end quote, Hamilton said. So before you go, and we hear it starting to boil. Yes. This is where I wish we were you were a cartoon. Because then you have that exactly smoke coming out of the ears. Exactly. So we'll just let that boil a little bit longer, see if we see if we can but okay. So Lewis is saying that he was not happy that Max walked past him and that Max did not check in on him. Here's what I have to say to this, Lewis. While Max was on top of your, while Max's car was on top of your car, you were trying to move. You were trying to back out of that area with a car on top of you, which then, if it would have came off wrong, could have flipped Max on his fucking roof or on top where Max was now pinned under the fucking track. After Max had got out of the car, again, you were still trying to back out. Why the fuck would he go over there and look at to see if you're okay? You're trying to move your fucking car. Obviously, you're okay. Damn. Yeah, obviously, he's okay. Obviously, everything has to revolve around him and Mercedes because the same goddamn thing, but worse happened at Cops Corner at Silverstone. Did you see him pull over and see if Max was okay? No, you didn't. He'd gone right through. He went right past and didn't even bother to stop and see if Max was okay. So, bullshit. You don't do it at Cops Corner after it was a worse crash than yours. He's not going to do it either. So get over it, Buttercup, and suck it up. I'm sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of Mercedes. Three o'clock in the morning here. You might get a cough on. Sorry. I'll have to explain. I'll explain. I'll have to explain that we're doing a fucking podcast. You're gonna look at me like I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> Anyways, Kelly's on your side. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry, but Mercedes is is not the... Ugh, Mercedes is a spoiled, rotten, goddamn child of F1. Is all they are. Yeah, they all are. But yeah, I mean, when it boils down to it, you know, you can, I can go back. Luckily, with F1 TV, I can actually go back in. I can watch Lewis's in-car camera stuff if it's well actually at that point I think the camera's dead. Yeah. But so you so. wouldn't get nothing off that. But even watching Sky's coverage, you can see Lewis, you can see Max's car shaking. 
after Max gets out of the car, you can see Lewis's car still trying to move. So again, it comes down to why the fuck would he go over there and look? Yeah. Why would he go over there and double check? I mean, if it was me, I'd probably walk over there and tap him on the fucking head and say, hey, idiot. Yeah. Because really, when it comes out to it, Lewis could have went wider in the turn two. Yeah, he could have. He did it earlier in the fucking race and went and passed Lando. Yeah, he did. But then Lando got him back down that fucking straightaway. Yeah. And DB says Lewis was still trying to back out of the gravel while Max was halfway back to exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He was still trying to reverse the car out. Yeah, he was. You know, I mean, like, dude, a fucking car is sitting on top of your car. He was trying to move the car while Max was still in the fucking car. Yeah. He tried to move the car after Max was out of the car. Yeah. Which is now he's complaining that he didn't go there and check on, which then I got to say, okay, then why the fuck did you celebrate at Silverstone when Max was in the fucking hospital? Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. give a shit. Your team fucking told you that he was okay. Your team should have known he went to the fucking hospital. Yeah. Which then means you don't fucking celebrate that fucking race win. Exactly. Exactly. But no, I let that go. I did too. But this shit is getting crazy. I, at some point here, the FIA is going to have to step in. Yeah, they are. They're either going to have to ban them both eventually. Yeah. I mean, all I'm wor- what I'm really worried about at, at this point is... Somebody's going to end up getting killed, and it could be an innocent that's driver. Wor- and that's what I'm worried about. If this these sh- guys, These guys, I mean, this goes back to... And and Lewis trying to act like he's never been done this before. It's bullshit. All you gotta go is back to uh oh I'm sorry, we don't we've been watching since 2017. Yeah. You go back to 2016 yeah. and watch the battles between him, him and, and Ron- Nico Rosberg, his own Mercedes teammate. Yeah, he took Nico Rosberg out and did the same goddamn thing that Max. There's the same fucking shit going on, on again. Yeah. But only this time it's between him and Max. Right. And the difference is is it, well, actually, it's not the difference. I mean, the same thing is happening is, is Nico didn't put up with his bullshit then. And Max ain't putting up with it now. Right. But, of course, all the Team Lewis fans are a little, uh, he's, yes, there's a few things Max needs to do. Okay. Going on the fucking team radio, say so that's what you get for pinching me. Okay. That, or, you know, that, eh, you don't need to say that on team radio. No. No. You, know, you can wait to get back to fucking the paddock that's, and say it. Yeah. But. Again, it needed to be said, though, because they, exactly, Lewis did pitch him into that corner. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, I call it a perfect storm of what happened. Yeah. You know, because we've seen those cars get together like that before. Yeah. We've seen the tires get together like that before, and we've never seen it happen like that. No. And like you said, it's just going to get worse from here on out. They've got, yeah. I think they said eight races they got on the calendar still scheduled right now, I believe. Right. Which yeah. I mean, honestly, right now, uh, looking at the schedule, I mean, I would say uh, the U.S. Grand Prix is going to be up in arms. Yeah. I, I almost won't. I almost think it won't happen. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, we got Russia next. Yeah, which we. Which is uh, September 24th through the 26th. Yeah, we've they've confirmed they're going to Russia. Which is round fifteen. Round sixteen is uh Turkey, which has been added to the list. Yeah. To take the place of Japan, which pulled out yeah. because of COVID. 
Supposedly, October 22nd through the 24th, which the race would be on the 24th, is the United States Grand Prix in Austin. We're still waiting to see if that one's going to hang or not. Yeah. Uh, round 18 is in Mexico on November 7th. Round 19 is November 14th at Brazil. We got around 20, but we don't have a race track yet for the 21st of November. That is waiting to be confirmed, but we don't have a track. The round 21 on December 5th is in Saudi Arabia. First time we go there. Uh-huh. And then we finish round 22. We we're supposed to have 23 races this year. We only have 22. We're one short. Still be a, uh, a uh, record number of races. But that puts us to December 12th. Yeah. Which is then the championship. Yeah. And I honestly still think October 24th, the United States Grand Prix is up in arms. Yeah, I, I they haven't confirmed. Well, just like... Uh, well, a lot of it's got to do with... Uh, the travel restrictions right. for them because they're not letting a lot of people travel out of the Europe area. Well, it's not just that, but you also got to look at country, the other countries you're going to. Some of these yeah. countries don't want people who have been yeah. in the United States to come. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, I mean... They're they're looking at our you know I mean obviously you're talking you're talking about Texas yeah you know so nothing against Texans but I mean y'all got you know I mean it comes down to being vaccinated or unvaccinated or whatnot and yeah. you know I mean we're we're having our super spreader events going on right now with all the <laughs> football we, games yeah we are exactly I, don't get me wrong I'm happy to hear the fucking fans uh God I mean tune in to watch the fucking Watch the Raiders actually beat the Ravens in overtime last night on Monday Night Football. It's crazy. Yeah, it was. That was but a crazy game. What I got to see of it after those you, anybody that goes to these games, be be careful. Yeah. I mean Yeah. Hopefully nothing. I mean, hopefully it's just Well, it's just not it it's get well no, it's getting hard to the part of it's getting hard. I mean, even Australia's having a problem with with trying to put lockdowns back in place. Well, yeah, yes, people don't want them, but yeah, you've got, and it's not just football. Baseball's got fans back. Oh yeah, everybody. Well, I mean, I mean NASCAR does. Yeah, and so like you said, it's a su- it's super spreader now. Every it can be. Yeah, it can be a super spreader now because most all sports that are now that are still running have either full capacity or near full capacity. Shocker. That Vegas stadium was full capacity. Well, yeah, the Raider Holy stadium was shit. full capacity. I was shocked to see that with Nevada. I was too, but I think they, I think them and the Raiders coach went rounds and I do you believe. Mean the owner? Yeah. I think them and the Raiders owner went rounds and I think Nevada lost. Man, maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, let's see. Oh, we didn't even go over what the hell we got coming up. Oh, actually. So let's go ahead. And let's see. We got what? Uh, actually, we did go over it. Let's go ahead and go back to it real quick. Yeah. So, obviously, later tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, we will be doing our 20th memorial show of the September 11th attacks on the United States. Uh, I know originally I called it the 20th anniversary, but anniversaries are supposed to be happy. This is not a happy time, so we're expecting a very emotional episode tonight with us. Uh, we're going to talk about our, our we're going to go through our experiences. We're going to talk about a couple of shows we've watched. 
Yes. And mainly just our 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 experiences of what happened September 11th um, and what we remember from that fateful day. Also, we're going to have Hannah on. She's going to uh, talk about her time. I mean, she was eight years old. Yeah. So she's going to talk about what she remembers from September 11th. But she's also going to be talking about something that she's got going on besides being our uh, media, a social media director. Right. She's got something else. So that'd be kind of a, we'll do that. Uh, and if we can really swing it really good, hopefully we only spend about 30 minutes. Just 30 minutes tops on it. Hopefully on, on my, or September 11th, just because I don't know how much I can take. Yeah. Um, after this weekend, it's been a, it was a rough weekend. We watched a lot of, uh, stuff this weekend so it was really yeah really got emotional yes it did no we never did go over why we were actually gone for a week oh yeah oh well we'll do it tonight we'll do it tonight we'll let and it. next week next sunday right th- about literally 30 minutes right after the end of the indycar race we'll come back with our race recap which will be the bristol night race on saturday night for uh nascar, NASCAR. um and... we won't have any f1 because they'll be off but we'll have the Monterey race for... And then we'll have, yes, we'll have them, right? That is next week, right? Yeah. 19th? Yeah, I believe it that is. That is next week, right? Yeah, I, don't know I believe it is. it is the IndyCar race. If not, then it'll just be the coverage of Bristol, but I believe it's yes. IndyCar. Yes, no, it, IndyCar too. So, so for, mo- for Monterey. And then, obviously, right after that episode, about an hour afterwards, we will be doing our 30th anniversary episode of Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1, one and two. 2. And again, if that runs late or runs long, I may split that sucker into two audio episodes. So part one, part two. But we'll wait and see how it goes because obviously we're talking about double album. Yeah, we are. Uh, Other than that, Max has still got a five-point lead over Lewis in the Drivers' Championship. And Mercedes has about a 16-point lead over Red Bull in the, what do you call it? Uh, constructors, constructors, yes, constructors championship. <laughs> and Louis Gross says, Yay, GNR, <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, and I guess, real quick, while we're while we're towards the end of this, uh, wh- the reason why we're we're doing it this way is she's only allowed to get a week off, she's not allowed to two weeks like we were hoping, she's only allowed a week, so we will literally be up and back. We'll go there, spend a week, and either be home Monday or the following Tuesday. Yes. Which, if we're home Monday, we probably throw we won't both we won't do a racing episode on Tuesday, just because we haven't watched races by then. I mean, we might be able to knock a few out, watch a few highlights, maybe. Yes. We at least watch the F one race, maybe. Yeah. So we make we may stay tuned whether or not we have a racing recap episode on the twenty eighth. It really just depends on what day we leave and what day we we make it home. The wedding's on the twenty fifth, so yeah, we will won't bell even until at least the twenty sixth, if not the twenty seventh. And yeah, so. Plus, you'll be exhausted, understandable, and plus, oh, yeah. you'll be exhausted, yeah. And then we'll, if we do make it back and we don't do the racing episode, we will probably do, I know, 
either the 28th or the following week, we will do Nevermind 30th anniversary yes. of Nirvana's Bana. second album. Oh. Because some of us actually had the opportunity to buy that album when it was fucking released, Jason Roscom. I'll leave that. I'll leave the rest of it for tonight. Yeah. Have a good day off for, to uh, work. Have a good day off. Or have a good day off to work. Yeah. DB saying have a good day. He's off to work. Yes. You have a good day too, sir. Don't work too hard today. <laughs> Kick back, listen to some music, man. And Luna Girl says, Yay, Nirvana. And then I, I mean I haven't looked at the I haven't even looked at the friggin' playlist. I need to go look at it, the ninety one playlist. Yeah. You know what? It's really bad though. You know, I'm pissed at myself. Why? During I'll do this real quick and then we'll get the hell out of here. DB brought it up during the Cyborg Cantina show tonight. Uh-huh. You know what album you I mean yesterday? Or yesterday. You know what I fucking forgot? What? Goddamn anthrax attack of the bee, killer bees. Oh that fucking yeah. came out in ninety one. Yeah, it did. I was cheating too. I was using all my fucking billboard shit. I know. So I need I need I actually need to send this to Kelly. Or oops, not that one. I need to send this to Kelly because it's actually fucking a cool deal. If I was smart enough and had it had the you know, if I would have already been able to do it. But there's this thing called worldradiohistory.com and you can literally select Billboard magazine since I find it. And it'll, you literally can get Billboard magazine from 1894 to 2017. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I can literally, like, like for 91, I can actually look at every fucking issue of Billboard magazine that year. Look at all the friggin' charts. Look at all the album yeah. charts. Look at everything up. Where they charted, yeah. Right, and know when shit was on the fucking charts and whatnot. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, I see, for me, I... I graduated high school. I was uh-huh. just graduated high school in 91 in, in September 91. I had just got done working for one of the mines over the summer. Girl I says, no, oh, I wasn't meat. working the mine yet, but I friggin' I was working. I was making my own money. Uh-huh. I bought the Metallica black album when it came out. Uh-huh. Cause we had just got a record store there in battle mountain. Yes. I remember that record store. Um, and, and this guy was really cool. Cause we, a lot of times he asked me what to order. And then, of course, he ordered, he got the Usual Illusion 1 and 2. Yes. I bought both of those when they came out. I didn't buy just one. I bought both, you know, bought both editions. Uh-huh. You know, 1 and 2. I mean, they released two albums. I want both albums right yeah. then and there. And then he was, he always ordered brand new artists or newer artists who he didn't know them enough. He'd usually order two or three CDs of those and two or three cassettes. And he ordered Nevermind. Yeah. So he had it their release day. Yeah, I did. And I bought it. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I I believe at that point there, I'd either seen, uh, smells like Teen Spirit on MTV from a friend who recorded it for me because it was on Head Headbangers Ball, or I caught it on Night Tracks or something. Yeah, but like for us in Battle Mountain, all we had was K, a radio station called KWNA. Yeah, that's which it. was out of Winnemucca, Nevada, and it was nothing but, but country. country. Okay, hold on, I can't say it was nothing but country. Because they did play Elvis Presley. Yeah, they did play Elvis Presley. 
So. And they play his rock and roll hits. Yes. To fucking hear that on country radio piss me off. Well, yeah. Same. Anyways. Whoa. So, yeah, I had, so I was literally in, I was listening to, this was like Metallica. You know, I meet, there's me and a few select group of friends who were listening to Metallica and Nirvana before everyone else ever did. Yeah. Even, even before, like with Metallica, I mean, I got onto them. It was either right. It was either right lighting or kill them all. Yeah. So I was into them right in the beginning of the, you know, and again, it was a select few of us who listened to them. Oh yeah. And the same thing with Nirvana. Right. Yeah. And that was, a, it was just the way it w was. And then when it took off, obviously everyone else started dressing like them. Yeah. You know, oh, but yeah. to sit there and, 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 Anyway, I'm gonna, I'll touch on it later tonight. I'm, I don't want to go down that road right now. This is a fucking racing show. Anyway, yeah. so until later tonight, have a great work day. What? The girl says, oh, neat and whoa. Yeah, you already pointed that out. Oh, okay. And have a great day, especially Luna Girl and DB. DB, have a great day of work. We are going to go take a nap. Yes, we are. And we'll be back with later this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern with the Oh, I've got the wrong one. With the, the 20th anniversary, 20th, 20th memorial. memorial of 9-11. I didn't know how to really name it. I just didn't want to say, I just didn't want to call it anniversary because anniversaries were supposed to be fun. Yeah, and this one wasn't. This no, one was I mean, tragic. It was, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's tragic. tragic. It's tragedy. And unfortunately, it's starting to get to be more or less less recognized right because one thing i felt like this year there wasn't i mean you go back to the fifth and the tenth and the fifteenth it seemed like we had a lot more documentaries yeah. coming out we did this year there's only a few new ones that i caught so yeah but anyways thanks have a great sleep scott and kim see you guys, guys tonight. later tonight yep we will definitely see you tonight and until then have a great work day, work week, great weekend. Yes. Be kind to everyone. Peace. I got the fucking camera right this time. Peace, everyone. Till tonight. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs> <laughs>